The left wing backs coverage of the Carlo Hurling Championships for 2023 is brought to you in association with Talbot Fitness, Brendan Cabinet Furniture, Corcoran Precast Tanks, Milano's Takeaway Bidenstown, Connolly's Topline Hardware, PFT Travel, Ray Whelan Limited, Earth Spas, and the Arboretum Lachlan Bridge. Hello and welcome to the latest offering here on the Left Wing Back Podcast. We are already building up to the semi-finals in the Carlo Hurling Championship Senior, Intermediate and Junior this weekend, of course. We're going to hear from Dion Wall of Ballin Paul Doyle of St. Mullins and Craig Doyle of Bidenstown Gales very, very shortly indeed. Unfortunately, at the time of recording, we weren't able to source a Monster Rangers player, so we won't be hearing from the Rangers camp. But before we hear from the aforementioned Buckos, we will... Uh, go through the fixtures this weekend in the hurling championships. So we start off with the the junior first because that's a, that's actually kicking off on Wednesday night. Uh, half seven out of the training centre in Fenna, you have Manchester Rangers and Ballin Killen, and then on Saturday evening at five o'clock in Netwatch Cullen Park, it's Bourne Rangers and Clavin Clunny Gall. The intermediate semi-finals end Friday Netwatch Cullen Park seven thirty Manchester Rangers versus Bidden Sound Gales. And then on Saturday at a quarter to seven in Netwatch Cullen Park, uh, Nave Mauling and Nave Owen. So a double header Saturday evening, basically, with that junior semi between Burn Rangers and Glamdon Gall at five, and then the intermediate semi at quarter to seven between Nave Mauling and Nave Owen. Sunday then, Carlos Ina Hurling Championship semi finals, Netwatch Cullen Park, two o'clock, Monas Rangers versus Bagnesown Gales, 3.45, Nave Mauling versus Ballin Killen. We will have some written content coming your way on the website over the next few days also. But in the meantime, let's hear from Dion Wall, Paul Doyle and Craig Doyle. Now, semi-final weekend is upon us in the Carlos Senior Hurling Championship. Ballin Killen up against St. Mullins. It's a hint of deja vu about all the fixtures this weekend. Dion Wall is captain of Ballin Killen this year. Dion, welcome on to the podcast. I think it could be the first time we had you on, is it? think so, Kev. It's about time now. I know you long enough. You know, never get me on. Yeah, you're after, you're after sidestepping that one well. Uh, yeah, no, in fairness, no. you tried to get me on, but this wouldn't be my thing, so... No, I know that. I 100% know that. And sometimes I question, is it my thing either? But anyway, we're still here. <laughs> um, what's the crack with this semi-final? St. Mullins, the foreign team. No one will be giving you a hope. I'd say you'd be happy enough with that at the same time. Uh, as you look, in fairness, on farm, sure, you can't you can't deny that, I suppose. We will be underdogs. Um, St. Mullins has been fine through the group stages. Um, last couple of years, their semi-finals, don't know, it's only been a point in a group stage, point in it, so... Uh, look, we won't fear them anyhow. Geez, we'll have to respect them. They've put in some serious performances throughout the year. Throughout the year, sorry. Um, so like, obviously the first round didn't go our way against them. Uh, they hit the ground a hundred mile an hour, and we were caught flat footed. You could say so. Look, we won't fear them, but look, no, looking forward to it now. Yeah, I'm liking what you're about in some games, and no different to yourself. It's a uh, not really liking what I'm seeing with other games. There is a huge level of inconsistency with you, which is obviously no more frustrating for yourself and the lads than, than anyone, I suppose. But when you click, you are a force, and that's probably the one thing you have to remember. Yeah, look, that's the thing. When we click, it's it's a case of when we click, we're, we're flying, as you know, we're, we're 100 miles an hour everywhere. Lads lads know what each other are doing, but it's the thing, yeah, it's the inconsistency then. It's putting it together for the full hour, like... We kind of did it in sports this year. We do 10, 15 minutes and we lack off a bit. But 
if we put two good halves together, or even 40, 45, 50 minutes, if we put 50 minutes together of the way we can hurl, we'll, have, we'll go a long way. But it's, as you said, it's that consistency that we need for the full hour. Yeah, absolutely. Can I ask you about last weekend, going into it, it must have been fairly unusual, given the fact that like it wasn't going to change a whole lot apart from who you were going to play. And at the same time, it's a local derby. Like, was it, Is it a difficult one to get up for? Uh, ah, like, it's never hard to get up for a Bagginson match anyway, and I'm sure the Bagginson lads will tell you the same. Um, it was funny, I was just saying during the week, it's like, as long as both teams keep 15 on the field and no one misses out the week after, all going well, but you still have it in the back of your head going, it's, it's still a rivalry, it's still bragging rights for the parish. Um, but yeah, like it was only a kind of a placing thing, you knew you still had uh, a, a foot in the semi final, so it was, was hard. And it wasn't hard at the same time, do you know what I mean? It, it has that kind of a win-win or kind of a lose-lose situation to it. Whereas you go up, you put in performance, that you try to kind of keep yourself on the winning run going into the semi-final. That was a big thing. Like, you don't want to be going into the, a semi-final kind of losing to your parish rivals. But it is what it is now. We're in the semi-final, so we'll see what happens. Can I ask you a question? When you went up to Kieran Whelan, were you telling him to go for goal or put it over? Uh, I got a show from the boys to, to go up and go for goal and uh, I ran the whole way up and Kieran says to me after there's, he's after saying there's 90 seconds left I said should happen over so I was just more jazz I have to fucking run back now <laughs> it, was a, it was a long way to run up to have an old talk with Kieran so it was yeah 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 you could have had, you could have had a point with him after us too but uh, yeah um, it was it was an interesting enough old game I suppose in, in one sense not that it really matters a whole lot now but uh just to hit a bag of wise by the sound in the first, let's say, first 10 minutes or that, like, and, yeah, funny, funny sort of one, but you, you'd know it, like, to be honest with you, even though it was 20 sort of places, I actually thought it was a really enjoyable game now, and there was some good hurling in it, like, one of the better ones. Yeah, like, it's very hard on the field to, uh, to kind of see it, even I do have the father saying, oh, the forward should have done this, or this, I should have done that, and it's just, I can't see it from my end, um, but, uh, Look, there was some great play passages of play. In fairness, Bagginstown are moving well. They were dragging us all over the field in the full back line, especially. There was mm. loads of space in there, but uh, like it was nice to hurl in a dry evening as well because there was some of the nice there. Even you're going training and it's raining, and then you're going playing matches and it's raining. You're kind of mm. starting to think, are we going to get summer at all? Um, <laughs> maybe the footballers were right going second. I have to go to other. <laughs> yeah, I've seen someone saying there wasn't one day in July without rain at some stage, and uh, yeah, apparently the hurling is first because of the weather and the ground and all that. But I, I don't know if that's still up to up to, to form this year. Um, you mentioned there that uh, obviously you're concentrating on your thing, and your old boy is giving the socks over on the terrace there, as do a lot of Ballin Killing lads. And I had uh, the pleasure of being in their company obviously a few times because they do sit, sit up kind of close to the press box they do sit in or whatever a few matches joined me there a few weeks ago what game was it the rangers game while well, brooks came in john dowling came in tommy dowling came in your old boy wasn't too far away and it was the maddest thing ever because they were calm as anything before the game next thing the ball is thrown in and it's like someone just flicks a switch and they just go absolutely psychopathic. And then at half time they come back in and the switch is turned off again and they're normal. And then the ball is thrown in and they just go back into it. I don't know, is it a meme myself and Irene thing? Uh, or, or what the crack is? But uh, I tell you, boy, they're vocal anyway and they'll definitely be heard. Uh, in fairness, all the lads up there, um, they'll be at all the games. In fairness to them, win, lose. Like if if you had nothing to play for in the last round, the lads would always still be there. You'll always hear them anyway, so you know they're there. 
But uh, ah, look, it'd be worse if they weren't gone. But it's great to have them up there. In fairness, yeah. Is there any truth to rumor that Girola took a tumble on the terrace a few weeks ago? Oh, he did. <laughs> I thought that was asking me after. Was it just Girola already took an old tumble there? I think I don't know what happened, but he stuck the foot into the into one of the steps. He didn't make the step anyway, and he's took a dump. <laughs> ah. Rolling down the terrace, knee gone out of trousers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that happens then. And he, was, he came home, I shouldn't have worn me good trousers, he says. So. Oh, lad. Gas man. Oh. Yeah, gas man. I know uh, Craig played senior him. Did you, did you get to hurl on him at all? No, he was gone. I was two years after Craig, so uh, he was gone, I think, just after the year. <laughs> I think he, he was more retired when, when Craig was running for the ball and he shouted, Daddy, Daddy. I think that retired them all together then. <laughs> What did he do? He grabbed him and he, he said, Don't you ever fucking call me that again or something? Bro, oh, home after I ever fucking called me daddy in the field again, he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lad, that is absolute gold. I think that have seen him out the door, lad. I think that was enough for him to say, right, it's time to pack it in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny Mac. I'd, I'd say he'd be still good for 20 minutes or a half an hour for the juniors. He's, he's not hurling with them, though, is he? Oh, Jesse's not. No, no, Jesse's not. Yeah, I'd say he's I, he gets wound up enough on the sideline, lad. Jez is not leave him out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look back, back to this one. I suppose, like, um, geez, it was damn close to a battling killing by the summer final last year, and there was huge, huge odds on that happening, right? You're you're both going in big, big underdogs this weekend, as we know. But uh, Jez, you must be you must be absolutely buzzing for it. I know your preparation last year wasn't ideal on a personal on a personal level. Team preparation was great, but like. Weeks like this are literally. I think there's only a couple of weeks, maybe, where you can just get that grow for it. Like I get it, just commentating on it or talking about it and the build up. But it must be unbelievable the playing. Like you must be just pumped the whole week. Are you? Are you just what? Where are you like about it? Well, you know I me mean? now personally, Kevin. You know I'm fairly chill with that whole thing. But no, it's good. It's good to be facing into semi final week because it's proper championship hurling. There's only one. You've only one shot at it, so mm. it's gung ho come Sunday evening, um, and especially the build up during the week. Even say train now tomorrow evening, you'll hit the field. There'll be lads up poking balls there for half an hour before training and after training, and then has a proper real championship feel to it. Whereas the round robin games are kind of like myself. I'm kind of like right, five weeks on the trot. I'm going to try keep it as fresh as possible. So I'd nearly play the game on a Saturday myself, and I'd go cold turkey. Then I wouldn't even look at the hurdle until Tuesday, and then get mm. back into it. But this week especially because it's the feel of proper championship hurling now. Um, mad for road all week now and all the boys will be the same to, in, in fairness. Mm -hmm. And Pat back this year, just a word on Pat, like Pat is a great man to motivate you in fairness, isn't he? Like he always finds a way of getting into your head and uh, I know sometimes you'd probably be thinking, what is it? Like he ha he'd deliberately have you confused uh, in a good oh, way. And he'd only laugh at you, like he'd tell you something or he, especially... He'd be ringing me there on on Monday evenings after my Monday mornings after the weekend of the hurling and all, and he'd be he'd be coming out with jokes and he'd be kind of going, "Is this lad mad or what?" Like, but you know, he has a way of thinking around. Like, he's trying to get you thinking, kind of outside the box. Like, you know, mm -hmm. um, no, I've great time for Pat, especially as a manager and Tony as well. Um, the lads are great up there. To be fair to them, yeah. And Dunbar, Dunbar is in there as a selector, but he's kind of doing more playing now. It's it's said anything like the last last couple of games, the rest of the panning out. <laughs> we seven things we're talking about it earlier in the year. So just after are they after retiring Dunbar by naming him as a selector or what? Because the what I didn't hear him actually saying I'm not playing next year or anything like that. The next one then WhatsApp Dunbar was a selector. You're going just 
And the boys after retiring them or what? <laughs> yeah, and he's not moving too bad in fairness though for a selector. But anyway, yeah, there's a uh, there's a few more. Frank Foley, another one. Um I suppose it's selector. They're they're doing all right in fairness now, they're doubling up well. Dion, look, I'll leave it at that. The best luck the weekend, and thanks for having a chat with us here. All right. Cheers, Kev. Thanks very much. Now, having spoken with Dion Wall a short time ago, and now joined by Paul Dial of St. Mullins. Um would actually know Dion quite well. It's a small enough cohort, this championship. Sure, it's basically a South Carolina championship, Paul, isn't it? <laughs> Surely is, yeah. Uh, Kevin, thanks for having me on, and I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Surely do. I know Dion fairly well. Uh, serious character, in fairness to home, serious harder too. Um, sure, looking to get the better of him now this weekend. <laughs> that's, it, yeah. that's, it. that's what it's all about, lad. Yeah, you'd be in the, you'd be in the full back Hall of Fame together there in a few years' time. That's <laughs> yeah, plenty of broken hearts, I'd say, inside that place as well. <laughs> it's it's a pleasure to have you on and thanks for thanks for taking the call um it's a it's a busy week no doubt but you guys have been absolutely flying it this year and what's been made in previous years i suppose about st mullen's ability to peak at the right time they didn't care too much about the group stages I'll tell you one thing it's polar opposite this year by either design or default i don't know but you've been very impressed in fairness like yeah, it was, it was going fairly well, in fairness, Kevin. Um, like happy, happy out now to get into the semi final. Um, like coming first, like here, <coughs> we don't really mind too much where we come really in some ones. Like as long as we're getting through to the semi final, like that's that's the that's the goal of the league stages of it, really. Um, and just this year, really, lucky enough now, some of the games that we're after getting off to good starts, like and kind of been able to build up a bit, little bit of a lead like you know and have a bit of a cushion but like in all the games we have tough tough games though, um, the last few weeks but luckily anyway the last few, the last few games we have come out on the right side um, and um, we have coming first like really, I don't think I don't I don't remember ever coming first no really first like re- realistically like but like in two weeks time like no one really remembers like the league stages are you know like this and that's always what we used to kind of reference like the past years like who really who really minds about coming first in the group like all you want is to have the cup back with you um, yeah. back in the parish like that's all that really really matters like uh, at the end of the day like and like realistically like the, the championship is only getting going now on Sunday um, that's when it's really kicking off for us, really. Yeah, yeah. I think you've won, you're, you've brought um, consistency to the whole thing this year with your performances, which is obviously very pleasing because it's not always easy week on week. You know, a personal maybe you're coming and going. Uh, the level of opposition, the standard of opposition is different from week to week too, but you've maintained that fairly consistently across the board, which which is, is you know, it has to be pleasing, like. Yeah, no, it is great in fairness. Um, that we we're after coming out on the right side of of each of the games. Um, which is which is brilliant. That's that's the aim, you know. Every day, every, every day, you go you go out like you want to be, you want to be putting your best foot forward and getting the wins like. But um, like other years, that would not happen for us. Like, and you would have got a kick in the arse in the group stages. Um, and really get yourselves going then, like you know. But like uh, the issue we'll have now is just to kind of try to keep keep maintaining that and keep that consistency going because like it's not it's not an easy thing to do really. Um, it's just to make sure you have the appetite every day to go out and try to get a win for your team and um I don't think we'll be lacking it anyway on on Sunday anyway because you know it's that's like as I said like that's that's when you really want to get going like absolutely lad. well so look I suppose it's a question that um I wanted to ask a St. Mullins man for for a while. Uh being down there I suppose like everyone says Rangers is obviously quite close to you but at the same time like you are nestled down there. It's it's easy to keep a 
low profile. I don't know how often you bump into people, how often you don't bump into people. You're are you actually in the town at the minute yourself, or are you are you still down in St. Mullins? No, I'm actually down in St. Mullins now. Yeah, I moved back home there. Um, oh, sure, what was it? Two years ago, I think it was. Yeah, so back home now. Um, but uh, yeah, sure, we're we're down there now and. Sure, <laughs> we're quite down here too. Like you know, you would be like it's as if you're like in the street of Boris or street of Langston when you're bumping into people all the time. The only place you really see people will be up in the pitch, um, whenever you're training, like the two times a week, or whatever. And sure, mostly that's the boys are hurling with, like so it's not too bad. Like so, luckily enough, we don't have that too much of an issue that way. Like you know, the only people that talk to you about the games will be your family, and they're well warned they're not to be aligned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other yeah. thing is, uh, like every time you go into Doctor Cullen, what are you? Are you have 40, 45 minutes in Doctor Cullen, roughly. 45, yeah, 45 would be it, yeah, 100%. Like, mm. it's, a, it's a fair spin, but sure, you're nearly having a way day vibe about every journey. So, once you go crack one in the car, like, and stuff, which is a very underrated part of, of playing, I think, is the journey to a game, like. Oh, you're right, Kev, yeah, 100%. Like, so we, we travel, we kind of carpool, like, most of the players kind of go up um, in twos and threes and stuff, like, you know, so you'd have, you'd have your few lads that you go with the whole team, and, like, you might have a match on Sunday, you get a text on Saturday, sure, I'll drive this week, you drive the next week, or whatever, like, you know, um, and she just said, yes, you're not going to crack over, and it's the best thing about it is that kind of takes the mind off the game then, and sure, you're talking, that <laughs> you could be talking about anything, like, you know, you fall in, into Carlton Hurling Club, parking up, like, and sure, then you just start thinking about the match, really, like, which is a nice way to have it like because you know yourself like some games you can nearly start thinking about them too much like and have the game played four or five times before you even get on the pitch and sure your head will be melted at that stage so it's yeah. going to have the, the likes of a Gary Bennett character there now to take your head off the, the match in fairness yeah, there's only for radio in that car anyway <laughs> no 100% there's no lack of chat anyway yeah and I suppose even through the way home is you know you're, you're dissecting it you have it nearly part again you get home whereas other times maybe you're getting home and you're you're trying to remember what actually happened, but you're, you're nearly settled again. You're getting the door, I suppose. Do you miss games in McGrath Park at all? Because, like, for me growing up, it was a great championship venue. I know there's a lot of work going into the place there at the minute. It's a little bit closer for you. Um, any, any particular thoughts on that or review on that, no? I uh, definitely like sure McGrath Park was it was brilliant to have games there like you know with the wall there the the wall around the whole field it just kind of brought it as if it was kind of like nearly a, a lot tighter or something I don't know what it was um it was big enough pitch you know on it like you know marking nippy corner forward <laughs> you know about it but like um the pitch in fairness is kind of it just seems a bit tighter and like people up in the bank as well and it's good it's good to get a good atmosphere there too like you know you might necessarily have massive numbers but just with the size of the place it kind of seemed as if like it was more the crowd there the crowd are in the top of you as well which is great um, now I would have only played a few games there I'd say back back 13, 14 maybe a bit of 15 maybe that I'm not too sure really but like um, I, you would miss it definitely yeah you know like it is it is a bit of a, a pain way is having to tra- travel the whole way up to Carlow, um to go to go to the matches like but it's just you just come accustomed to it now like and you get used to it like you know I think it's been good for the intermediates though this year um I think it was only after starting this year anyway that they were after having home and away games, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I went to a few of the boys' matches there up in the field, and sure, you're getting a lot more support. You're getting a lot more of the locals coming up to games too. Like, um, like I don't think it's it's a lot of people would have no interest really in going up on a Saturday and a Sunday to an intermediate game and a senior game. You know, you're asking a lot of people to go up and book what evenings and maybe giving in a tenner each day. Yeah. If you just have one of the games locally, like you know, and then one of them going 
uh, the next day up in Carlo, like that's that's a lot less to be asking the people. And I think it's it's a brilliant it's a brilliant thing the county board did this year, like just having the the junior do it already. I know that much, but like the intermediate having that there too, like the lads are happy out playing games at home as well. Like you know, it's brilliant mm-hmm. to have more of a crowd up. Like I'm sure, just that more of a championship feel too is like I think to be honest, like you want to have crowds, you want to have people there having looking at the games, like. Yeah, no, for sure, man, for sure. What's it like on the field? I suppose, like, you know what it's like being in with the county and all that, coming up again, the boys, Mouse, James, Chris yeah. with the county. But, like, you have a lot of those guys within your own club there, too, that I'm just after calling out, and I haven't mentioned Mr. Boland yet or Connor Kewar. <laughs> like, a man that slips under the radar the whole time for me is Jason O'Neill. He's forming big games. is always incredible. Like, you guys... There's hardly a night in training where you're not kept on your toes in some way, like because them boys will test you. Oh, stop, Kevin! <laughs> you know I know about like some of the stuff that <laughs> going on with this, like you know, um, like we be we, we play, we try to play a bit of a fifteen on fifteen, like whenever we can, like you know, and um, so like the lads even marking, like they're they're serious harder, like you know, um, and like somebody even to be coming on with training, like a lad could be scoring two three or two four off you, and you're like, what am I at here at all, like you know, but um, that's 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 what you want. It's 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 brilliant, like you know, um, like. It's, it's brilliant to be able to mark the likes of some of the fellas in my name there, but there's plenty of other, other lads there too, like sure, Seamus there as well, Seamus Murphy, like sure. Yeah. Like that, uh, you'll know be after marking him in fairness. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, a few of the lads there as well, like, you know, like up and coming fellas there too, like as you mentioned already, like, but like, like there, and even with the county as well, loads, like some of the boys there are outrageous, like some of the boys coming up against this weekend, I'd say, like the likes of Jack Tracy, these fellas, like they're serious, serious hurlers, like, you know, um, I'm sure that's, that's the best thing about it, like, you know, you want to be marking the best, um, really get the best out of yourself too, like, um, and it's, it's, it's the only way to have it, you know, because if you, if you didn't have that challenge going to train every evening, then it wouldn't be enjoyable, and like, you, like you wouldn't be going to the field if it wasn't enjoyable then, you know. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, there's look as, as I've said previously, and I said to Dion there earlier, like it is very much a deja vu type of weekend. It's it's mad the way it, literally the same fixtures, and I think you were the second game last year as well, if memory serves me correct. It's literally copy and paste sort of a job, like and yeah. it was uh, it was a bit of a nail biter in the end that one from memory. So like, are you expecting something kind of similar? Puck football sort of a job. Oh, 100%, definitely. Like, our, the game we're going to have tomorrow or on Sunday, like, is going to be completely different to the first game in the league stages, I think. Like, it, like Ballykillen have a lot of fellas back as the, as the championship has gone on. They've had, added more people in and in and in, like, you know, so. And um, I think it's great to see some of them lads coming back too, like, you know, because some of them had a hard time at the start of the year in terms of injuries and stuff. And you don't want to see lads on the line, like, some of the hurlers they have, like, like they're, they're brilliant like they're excellent and you want to see them on the field like you know and like if you're playing a team you want to see them with a full full um full hand rather than a half hand, like only oh, missing two or three fellas like they could be their best players like you want to see like challenge yourself against the best as we we're saying earlier you know um we're going to have a very very tough tough game this weekend like last last year like you could have slipped away on us very very quickly um like craig got the goal and luckily we got two points there to finish it off and get the win but it could have went could have went south fairly quickly there and you know like they could have won the break off that puck out and brought it down the field and got a second point and like, you go up by two then fairly quickly like you know and that deflates yeah. But you know, it's, it's game of hurling, like it's just like it's 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 so ebbs and flows, like it's um we're just we're like we came out with last year, but we're 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 anticipating like it's gonna be a very, very tough game and we're gonna come up against a different animal that we've seen earlier in the championship. Yeah, yeah. Look, obviously you're not really too interested in the other semi-final, but if I was to put you on the spot, do you give by the sound a big chance maybe of reversing that result earlier or uh are Rangers gonna be sore after last year's semi-final? 
Oh, it's just going to be it's a tight game too. Like really, really hard to call. And uh, the likes of sound really they are a common team. Like a lot of the younger fellas, like I would have seen a good few of them in school. Like and sure getting to know them as well. Like a lot of the lads, like I would have had them in class. Like some McCullough there and um, Neil Bulger these boys, you know, like in second and third year match, like eight in the, the head off and like for not bringing in their homework or copying homework and stuff like this and ringing their parents on it. And then now playing low, it's McCullough like in the full back lane with me, like it's gas, it's mad how things turn around, like, but sure, I see the work the boys do, like they're, they're serious hurlers, they take their hurler, um, they want they want to do the best, like you know, and they want they want to kind of get over that line as well. So I should say, same with Rangers too, like they're going to, they're hurting and like, they definitely are, like, and sure, like they have quality. All throughout that team, um, so it's gonna be a tough, tough game. I'd say for like both semi-finals, um, you're gonna be very, very um competitive anyway because I think it's very hard to call both. Really, I'd say, um, definitely the other one. I'd say as well, it's gonna be very hard to call. Yeah. Well, listen, Pete, we wish you the very best luck and thanks for taking the call. All right. Sound, Kev. Take care. Thanks for having me on. That semi-final weekend it is, and as you mentioned, it is a case of deja vu with the pairings. First up, of course, on Sunday is Manchester Rangers versus Bagnestown Gales. The man to the other side of the screen is obviously Mr. Craig Dial. How are you doing, sir? Good, yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a while. Has indeed, yeah. Probably coming up on a three-year anniversary, I would say, Probably since the, my time in the Gansey thing. I actually That's never really had a good chat with you after that. Did you get much abuse or did you get much uh, feedback on it? Uh, I didn't get too much, no. I didn't get too much. Um, the boys were all fairly sound about it, in fairness. Yeah. Which, uh, no, it, was good. it was a good experience. I always thought there's a there's a gas thing about you, part more advice. You're all great now in a group, but when it comes to it, you're afraid of a bit of abuse, and I think when it's a one-on-one job. But you're brave <laughs> enough in fairness to you, I give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. No, no. Um, I was glad to do it. Was, uh, nice, nice to be involved in something like that. Yeah, yeah. I know. But sure, look, we 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 picked our merit in fairness, and uh, for a lad that didn't want to do it, I thought it was actually a, a cracking episode and a good series. Maybe we we'll go back at it again. We're we're fairly busy though with this club stuff, as are you. Uh, yes, yes, it's quite a it's quite a heavy format. Like um, game to game, week on week. Uh, obviously tough on the body. Yeah. Yeah, tough, especially I suppose an outlet like me, as um, he goes, Kieran Whelan told me Friday night. Um, he asked me, was I 50? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it is. It's a uh, condensed season, all right, seven weeks. It's um, it's tough going on the body. Uh, you know, if you pick up a knox, uh, you could miss two or three rounds there fairly quick. Um, but then, you know, on the flip side of it, you know, someone like myself up the far, far end of the age scale, or you have a bit of family and that. Uh, it's nice to be able to just plan your your summer around those kind of you know those seven weeks um mm. keeps the missus happy then you can book a holiday whereas on the old format you know yourself it's two weeks here two weeks there and then you know i don't know if you remember it but we used to have you know maybe two rounds back at like march or april time yeah. you know read early in the year and then to be nothing maybe for two months you know that was worse like so um yeah no look i, I like the format suit someone like me um I think it suits most lads as long as you don't pick up an injury to be honest um i suppose the, the only thing is you know the footballers probably would like to be going first too but you know that's um that's obviously out of our control we don't say who goes first or who goes second um but you know for someone only playing the one sport it's ideal just to have those those few weeks just in, in the one block get out of the way yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of it as well it's gas i think there was a vote there at some stage and they voted to keep it like not to flip it around yeah. and I, I don't really know the the, the whole line of thinking behind that because obviously where we're winning the Ireland Championship is at a bit of a disadvantage going into 
to Leinster and the weather was another thing mentioned and July's after been yeah. an absolute fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah, it's actually been bad, it's actually been bad. Since the kids oh. finished school nearly, yeah, it's just been constant rain. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think you're right though, I think there was a vote and I think even the football clubs voted for the Hurling to go first, you know, the sole yeah. football clubs like your Aerogues and Raffilies. Now, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but they're obviously thinking Leinster as well, running into Leinster, yeah. whereas, you know, look at them ones there last year, I think they had, could have been 12 or 14 weeks of a gap or something mad, you know, between yeah. winning the county championship and then, you know, playing first round of Leinster. So, you know, it's hard to juggle with something like that. Now you're nearly, you know, you're finishing your, your Carlo championship for the likes of that. And then you're probably nearly starting like a second preseason all over again in, in 12 weeks. Like, you know, so yeah. tough to manage, yeah. but look, it's um, obviously they didn't mind after winning the county championship. It was something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. J1s, I suppose, might be a, a reason that people put out there, but I don't know, has, has Harlan Clubs been hit with that many J1s in general this summer? I don't think, there doesn't seem to be too many missing, like. No, it doesn't, not, our club doesn't anyway, no, no. We we just got caught with lads going holidays in the middle of the championship, that's another that's another thing. <laughs> um, no, nah, look, there was a couple of boys had a couple of holidays booked in that, and you know, that's fair enough, lads have lives outside of Harlan as well. Um, I think we lost Clarkie there for three weeks through work and so on. But that's what clubs are for, and that's what your panel is for, you know, lads... Like we, I'd always say, like lads have lives outside of the park and and so on, and you have to live as well. You can't just block yourself off from it all. So that's like I said, that's what a panel is for. You know, lads come in, they do a job there for two or three weeks. Then other lads are gone on holidays, and the next lad comes back in. So look, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah, no, we've been lucky in terms of J ones. We haven't really lost them, um, lost a whole lot over the years. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a uh, it's an interesting one. Obviously, there's a good bit of talk about that Division One football league final with. Uh, you know, blocks kind of put to one side, maybe, I don't want to put words in Steve O'Mara's mouth now, but I think his line of thinking might have been like, uh, I would prefer if he could take your holidays in around these few weeks, because I want all these together yeah, at the yeah. one time, which which I kind of get, and then I also get the other side where lads have to have lives and stuff, I yeah. suppose, you know, I'm every week giving out about the format of the, of the Hurling Championship, and you can't really do a whole lot when there's only six teams, of course, but yeah, exactly. like, if, you, if you did some sort of a tweak on that, Lads might think twice about taking that holiday if there's a bit more at stake. Because as you saw last week, now I think in fairness, that's the first time it's happened for a long, long time where there hasn't been a dice for at least one spot. I don't yeah. know. Does that take away from lads' line of thought? Jez, I can't go on a holiday here. Uh, you know, we've a bit of work to do here still sort of a thing. Whereas most now think, ah, look, I'll get away with this. Or if we, if we target these two couple of games, are going to go through. I don't know. It's just something that I kind of got a little bit frustrated with um but then if you look at the game that G had last Friday uh that was that was an absolute cracker and you could argue that there was very little at stake like you know oh yeah 100% it was um like Ballon Killen tell you the same like we were both in the semi-final and going into the last round of the the league stages of that's what you want like you want to be in a, in a semi-final you don't want to be going in there local derby either of us us or them you know going in there thinking here look we can knock Bangstown out here tonight or same with us we can knock uh, Ballon Kiddin out here tonight you take great pride in that like you know as much as like the lads on the team and we're friendly enough with all of them as you know like we're, we're very close uh, in terms of you know proximity where we live and stuff and there's some lads on our team great friends with lads on their team my cousin plays in the goal you know but you still they're still bragging right, right up for grabs you know um, in that sense but um, in, in, in that instance like yeah both of us are in the semi-final um, I think if you had said to us at the start of the campaign 
you're going into the last round, you're playing Ballon Killen or said the Ballon Killen, you're playing Bagginstown, but you'll be in a semi final. We'd have took hand and all, you know, no matter who you'd say you'd be playing in the semis. I don't think either of us would have minded, you know, that's just, you know, job one, don't get to a semi final and we take it from there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there wasn't, like you said, there wasn't much at stake, but yeah, it was a great game. Um, we've been um, hitting miss, more miss now throughout the, the campaign so far, but we were very similar in that sense last year. I don't know what it is, whether it's uh, a mentality thing or what, or like you said, the lads think, you know, we target two or three games and we'll be okay. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to put a finger on it when you're from Bagnestown, um, what exactly it is. But, um, yeah, no, last week was a um, good game. Uh, good game to be involved in. It was, it was fairly free fo- free fo- uh, free flowing for a long time. Um, so yeah, it'll probably stand to us now coming into next week. Same with Ballon Kill, it'll probably stand to them going into their game rather than I suppose you look at the other two games and they're uh, a bit of a whitewashing in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, did you have a word with Thomas after the game, yourself or Jake? Maybe especially Jake after the, the couple of calls or sending him a text right now? No, no. Well, we were texting yesterday actually during the during the football, the football final. Um, but yeah. uh, no, the two of us were in agreement. We were just kind of dogging Clifford more so than anything. Um, <laughs> nah, don't be anything like that. Um, Ballon Killen have given us a, a very few beatings over the years as well. So, you know, you take yeah. it with yourself. What goes around comes around. And yeah. um, as you probably know yourself, it doesn't be long coming back around to you. So, yeah, no, there yeah. doesn't ever be anything really said, to be honest. It's just we walk off and that's it. It's done and dusted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to talk to you about uh, Jake's goal scoring this year. I think he's got six or seven probably in around that territory. Uh Talking up young lad the week before championship is not exactly what you want, especially when it's your rudder, of course. But he can handle it. He's a tough bit of stuff, no different to yourself back in the day. The thing I loved about the other day in particular, one for that, I think it was the first goal he got, just the gamble he took on the ball breaking in over the top. He could sense that it was going to happen. And I'll double that up then in general by saying, just the fact that he goes for the juggler the whole time. So many forwards don't do it. You used to do it yourself. You still do it if you gain around for a chance, right? But... When the spark of pace was a little bit probably greater than what it is now, like it was, you yeah, know what you're saying. Yards, yeah. like, isn't it? Isn't it just a great attribute to have that that is your natural instinct? Like, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like you said, um, it's 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 that taking a chance. It's, it's not even like uh, it's a bit of know-how as well, you know. But mm. you need a lot of luck with things like that, you know. And like you said, like a lot of luck down through the years myself as well. You know, you make a run today and it lands in your lap and you could make that same run 10 times throughout the rest of the championship and the ball could just bounce the other way. And that's, you know, you look silly then. Um, mm. But yeah, look, he, he's um, he's very confident in that sense, Ari. When he gets in there, he, he'll he take it on. You know, he won't shy away from it. Um, you know, Paddy Mack the same in the other corner last week as well. You know, loves a goal. Um, so yeah, when, when they get in and they get their chances, you know, that they can take them. Um, for us, it's just getting them the chances. Really, is is the big mm. thing, you know. And that's that's obviously the hard part. But um, yeah, no, they're very confident in that sense. And just to, to finish up, one last question on yourself. Um, you mentioned family come into the equation all of a slap. Uh, you know, obviously the years are, are trucking on. Do, do you place a greater enjoyment on the game? Are you looking at it now a little bit differently than what you were a few years ago because of all these things? Yeah, 100%. Uh, my outlook in, in, in or on hurling over the last, I suppose, I'm trying to think where Joel is on his now, he put me on the spot. I think she's like seven going on eight in October, um, but she's really, really got into it the last kind of two to three years, and the, the middle one then is following just behind. Um, but yeah, for me, it's, um, you know, to see them on uh, standing on the sideline looking in um, and the questions I get when I come home and, you know, um, what was it that she said? Uh, 
how are you so bad against St. Mullins? And I hope you don't get them again. You know, these are all the little things that, that they're coming out with and so on. And, you know, this kind of stuff. So for me, like life outside of hurling is, you know, it's completely different than what it was a couple of years back. A couple of years back, I had time to, you know, to dwell on these things and let them get inside your head and annoy you. Whereas now, you know, you're in the door and like that, you're just, you know, the silly questions, if you like, are going to come and, oh, I hope you score more goals the next day and all this, you know. So it's a, it's a completely different outlook. Um, and like I said, for me, just to have them at the games is, you know, it's it's massive for me, to be honest. And you get a, it's definitely a, a different sense of achievement or a, it's more, you know, a proud kind of a thing than anything, you know. Um, mm. Going into this year, like if I just get back to, you know, one more semi-final, please God, if we could get back to one more final, what it mean to the kids more so is, you know, it's massive for me. So it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. That's deadly, and and definitely takes a sting over afterwards. Like hundred yeah. percent the innocence of of what you said there. Like you know what I mean. And I ah, know it's that's class, man. I think that's yeah. what the whole thing is about, really. So yeah, look, um, that's uh, that's probably a decent enough way to to finish up here because uh, we could go on all night. I could talk to you about Rangers all night. I know Bynasound's feelings on Rangers. I also know Rangers' feelings on Bynasound. <laughs> so yeah. I won't fuck that up before it's the ball fucked. All I can say, Craig, is the very best look and great to have a chat with you here again on the pod. All right, thank you. Lovely, Kev. Thanks, man. The left wing back's coverage of the Carlo Hurling Championships for 2023 is brought to you in association with Talbot Fitness, Brendan Cabinet Furniture, Corcoran Precast Tanks, Milano's Takeaway Bynastown, Connolly's Topline Hardware. PFT Travel, Ray Whelan Limited, Earth Spas and the Arboretum Lachlan Bridge.